Hello, welcome to Kamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Come on in, make yourself comfortable because today we are going to be recapping week 16 of 2022, another installment in the Sustainable Living series. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's podcast. Alrighty, everyone. Before we get into everything, I did want to come on city say, um, do a couple of housekeeping with my thoughts. So one, I'm a little bit nervous and I'm not like, I'm going to talk obviously, but like, I'm also going to be like paranoid and sidetracked frequently because I'm in my car down the street from my house. Like, you know, a couple of blocks, a lot of blocks away from my house at one of the dead ends, looking out on the traffic. And it's a little bit dark, so I really shouldn't be doing this, but I really wanted to podcast and everybody's at home. It's Sunday. Like, I just wanted to take this time to do this for myself um, because as you can see, our podcast this week is a little bit, it's basically the same as our podcast last week. Let me lock my door. It's the same as our podcast, not last week, but it's the same as our podcast, Como Se Dice, um, at the beginning of this series. So at the beginning of the Sustainable um, the sustainable Living series, what I did was, is I Como Se Dice, um, what did I do? What I did was, is, um, what did I do? At the Sustainable Living series, what I did was is that I would recap at the end of the week. So it usually being on Saturdays, which was my Sabbath, I would go and I would sit down and I would recap the whole week and I would just take notes throughout the week. But a couple of weeks into this series, a couple of months into this series, I started to do the format where I would just kind of like podcast um, each day or a couple of days throughout the week to talk about my feelings at that moment catch you up with the week thus far with how do I feel about the week thus far I like both of the formats but this week because my week wasn't super eventful I didn't find myself doing that live capturing in the moment it was more so just living and then honestly I was not gonna make a podcast because I felt like there was nothing to talk about until I actually sat my butt down and thought about it I was like there's everything and more to talk about so that's where we're here today another housekeeping point that I wanted to make is that the title of this week the theme of this week is reckless abandon and honestly I feel like I should have sat down and thought about this a little bit more before I got on the podcast because I started to do that earlier but then I didn't take the time to finish doing that because I wanted to know where did this reckless abandon start because it definitely did not start this week but I feel like it was set in full motion this week like there were seeds planted last week and now those those seeds were full grown and that's what set the theme of this week being reckless abandon into full motion because I really felt like this week was a week of me just recklessly abandoning everything I've set to do for myself this year for the rest of my life for myself for Kamari like I truly just just all caution to the wind I was really like F it for real And so that's what we're going to be talking about this week. And then uh, what was the third thing that I wanted to housekeep about? Oh, so music of the day. It is currently. Let's see what day it is. 
So it is April 24th on a Sunday. And what do I want to say? Music of the day is this group called Writers. Their name is called like Writers, all caps. So R-I-D-E-R-S, Writers and Circuit Writer Music. Them people, I feel... From what I can gather, they only have three songs published. When I tell you, that music brings me back to when I was like a junior in high school. Because I was really heavy with indie in high school. Like, I was an indie girl, for real. Like, I, when I tell you I was an indie girl, I was an indie girl. I've been an indie girl, but junior year is when I was in my indie girl bag. And when I listen to writers, it's a Christian group that's indie. It makes me feel like I'm at a festival somewhere. The lights are dark and I'm doing a white girl dance. My hands are up in the air. It also makes me feel like it's like a it's like movie soundtrack. It's like romanticizing your life in a way. Like that's the kind of vibe that the music gives. Like it should be on the back of like an epic pivotal pivotal moment in a movie you know what I mean it also gives the vibe of like the music that a white girl and a white boy would come on city and I'm saying white because like I know how my girls do it like you know how they do it when they put on a tiktok come on sadisa like a tiktok montage together this is something that the tiktok girlies would put in the back of a tiktok montage like if I can just see a little chat and a little Bradley, a, not a little Chad and a little Bradley, but a little Bradley or a little Chad and a little Savannah, a little Comosity, say Abby, like them kissing in the middle of a festival, like it's dark, the lights booming, fireworks in the background, and then she captured the moment. She had her friends capture the moment, and then Abby slash Comosity say Vanessa slash um, Jesse slash whatever other Comosity say popping girl name. She posted and she put writers in the background like that music. That's what it sounds like. Like I'm definitely in my indie girl bag when I listen to writers. And I just want to say that that their three songs that are out really speak to me because it has really revived. Like it's just giving me a moment today with like to rekindle my vibe with God. You know what I mean? Because it's been a while since I've like vibed with God. It's been a while since I've like connected with him. It's been a while since I've been connected. Um, and we're going to talk about that later, but that song kind of like those songs kind of just put me in a space where I was able to reconnect. And so I just wanted to like commemorate the moment because anytime I listen to writers, I do want to think about to that time like I want to think back to that time where it was like my first reconnection but really the music that really reconnected me was my Liddy Worship playlist Claudia Isaki who else reconnected me um the Brex because it reminded me of earlier this um semester earlier this year when I was like had that little fire week that little fire week will forever be in my heart honestly and truthfully um so it just reminds me of the the girl that I want to be I want to be a girl who loves God, who lives a healthy, balanced life. And Como Sidise does what needs to be done, period. So let's talk about what happened. So this week, let's talk about my overarching theme of this week. This week, like I said, Reckless Abandon, basically what happened was this week and really for the past two weeks, probably even more but I feel like it became more apparent these past two weeks I've really been like just choosing myself and choosing like what I want but OD 
like choosing myself choosing what I want just really self-indulging into any and everything that I desire but like OD you know what I mean because it's important to como se dice um be in tune with oneself but for me as a Christian that's not my sole purpose my sole priority is to one seek God and in me seeking God I'm actually como se dice searching within myself but it's it doesn't end with me it doesn't start with me and it doesn't end with me as a Christian and I really was behaving as if it started and ended with me and as if I was the only person on this planet and not in that way of like a physical I was selfish and a physical sense of like I'm not worried about anybody else I'm not caring about anyone else not in a physical way of me being rude or nasty to other people it was just in a way where it was like I wanted this is come on city I'm gonna start speaking Christianese this past couple of weeks I've really just been choosing myself I've been choosing myself I've been choosing my flesh I've been choosing what I want to do and I have not been surrendering to God's will and because I wanted to choose what I wanted to do I come on to say distance myself or God from God because I knew if I was engaging with God if I was como to say listening to other people um or like just connected with the body of Christ I would feel guilty because I knew that I was gonna choose what I wanted to do in the first place like I knew that I wanted to finish my book I wanted to read como se dice terms and conditions and I read it and I loved it every second of it it was beautiful I wanted to do that but I knew that I was already told in my spirit in my heart is that romance novels girl they not the best for you they make you Ugh. they just they make you como se dice imbalance when we're talking about chemicals, I'm dancing around the topic, but you know what I'm talking about. When we're talking about a chemical imbalance within oneself, that's what it is. It's not the best for you, Kamari. Not for you. You know what I mean? And for the goals that you want to accomplish. But I put my heart, I put my heart back out there because I really wanted to read another Como City Say Romance book. And while it was great, there was also other parts of it that were not great. And they just stirred up my heart. Okay? And so then I finished Terms and Conditions and then I finished Como City Say, what's the other one? Um, Fine Print. And um, yeah, that's been my Como City Say story and that's just one piece of the pie. And then because of that, I've just really Como City Say, and not because of that, but just like that's one instance of where I really decided to choose myself. And let me tell you how on a physical realm, a physical ramification of that, because I was so invested in my book, I was supposed to study this week for my Como se dice um, environmental science test on Wednesday. I was supposed to take it on Wednesday. My goal for this week was to study a little bit, sun, um, a little bit on Monday morning, not too much because I knew I had to go to school. And then after that, I was going to come home and on Tuesday, the whole day, because I didn't have anything to do, I was going to focus on environmental science. When I told you that I Como se dice procrastinated until the very last second to study, the very last second, because I was reading my book, because I was invested that deeply and just want, I enjoyed it so much that I just chose it over everything. I chose it over Como se dice studying for my environmental science test. I chose it over Como se say doing my devotional in the morning I chose it over everything any second any time I was there in the book that's an example of how I chose myself but OD you know what I mean 
Um, and there were just other instances throughout this Como City Say week where I've just been relapsing on like just negative habits that I don't like to Como City Say be in spaces that I don't like to be. But I was there. Um, and I'm human, so like, what's to be expected? But it just was not Como City Say something that I wanted to anticipate. It wasn't really the thing that I wanted to do. It wasn't the habits that I wanted to Como City Say create and continue. It it was not. You know what I mean? So that's an example. And like I was saying, because I really wanted to choose myself, like I knew I was not going to put that book down. I knew that I was going to finish it. I knew I was going to see it to the end. And so there would be times where I knew that I was Como City Say going against the conviction that was in my heart and it's not the book reading itself it's to see that the book reading leaves within me it's like that that burning in your heart you know what I mean and when you're trying to live a certain lifestyle that burning is not helpful it's not it's not it's so I knew that I knew what I was signing myself up for and I did it anyways and then um, because of that, I find myself on TikTok. All of a sudden, my TikTok has never been that full in my feed. Like, my For You page was full of, come on, somebody say, young Christian kids doing their thing, young Christian men doing their thing, doing this, hearing that. And I remind my, I, like, I find myself rolling my eyes because I know I'm not there and you keep showing me where I need to be. And I'm rolling my eyes because I'm like, I, I don't want to see this right now. Leave me alone. Like, let me just do my thing. And I could not escape it. And I got to see what it feels like, you know, when people are like, I ran away from God, like I chased him or I, I was running away, running away. And like you keep getting reminded, that's literally me. Like I was definitely running away, trying to do my own, own thing, but then keep then I was come to say just constantly reminded of the fact that I was chosen. You know what I mean? Like you're chosen to be set apart. Like, you know, you know, like, come on, girl, come on, girl, girl. You know what I mean? So that's just one of the major things that happen this week is just that's the theme a theme of constantly choosing oneself knowing what I should do to stay healthy but deciding nah I don't wanna and so not and I feel like there's balance to be had like I do have to say that is that we do need balance and you can't be como city say super legalistic in the approach but it's also not to say that you should just be super loosey-goosey either you know what i mean i feel like going home low-key because um it's getting dark now and i can just sit in my car at home and talk on the phone um so yeah that's one Let's go ahead and talk about some other things. I feel like I'm not prepared for today and I do apologize because I want to be prepared, but I'm not. Let's go ahead and talk about Sunday. And one thing that happened is when I was thinking about this week and reflecting on like what happened on this week, I was so surprised when I realized that last Sunday, just last Sunday, I was thinking about it on this Sunday right now, which is today. I was thinking about last Sunday, was literally Easter. In my head, I feel like Easter was forever ago. And it's because, like, this is so new to me. Like, I don't know if anybody else has always felt like this way. But for me, I've never had a life that's this busy that I genuinely feel like the beginning of the week is totally miles apart from the middle of the week. And the middle of the week is like years 
of a difference between the at the end of the week like I swear I was like I feel like that was so long ago but it wasn't it was literally last Sunday so last Sunday after my birthday weekend because that was on Como se dice? Uh, what what was that day? Como se dice? Kijanu uh, di Saturday, Sunday. My friend Jasmine invited me to her church, so I went to her church. And let me tell you, like a couple of like the thoughts, because I very much had like a Como se dice? I'm an investigator, not really an investigator, but more so like a journalist. Like I was very much in an observing mindset of taking everything in and like writing down notes of like, what did I notice? So the first thing that I noticed is modesty, but modesty with taste and fashion. I said everybody, I mean, in everybody, como se dice, was modest head down to their toes. A little bit more modest than I'm used to, like in my immediate vicinity and circle. Like is the the church, that church definitely has its own specific culture. But I love how the girlies were able to like do the modesty, but like with flair and with taste. Like I loved it. Like it was colors. It felt like a Coles catalog. It felt like a old navy catalog. It felt like a I told, I said this before too. It felt like a convict, <laughs> low key. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you. It felt like a convent for a second because just everybody was so homogenous to a degree. Like it's just like a color coded palette of pastel. Even like the m- young men were dressed nice, which I liked that everybody was dressed up because normally churches nowadays, like everybody kind of want to wear jeans and just like t shirts and stuff like that, which is cool, but that's not my aesthetic. That's not what I'm used to. I'm used to dressing up. So that was nice to see. But one thing about me, one thing that you should know about me is that one thing about Kamari, she's going to wear a trouser. Kamari loves a good trouser and a good blazer. Like I love pants. I really do not like wearing skirts and I do not like wearing dresses. And it's because I too went to an apostolic Christian school for the first eight years of my life. So my whole entire wardrobe was basically skirts and dresses. And so now... Okay, excuse me, my mom called. But what I wanted to say was, now that I'm older and I've gotten the ability to develop my own sense of style, I truly love Como se dice trousers. But that's besides the point. The point that I was trying to make is that I immediately felt like I stuck out like a sore thumb because there's clearly um, a Como se dice culture of, and a standard that they have set of what they would deem modest. And everybody wears commodity, say, or all the women wear skirts and dresses. So seeing me wearing trousers, you immediately know that I'm just not like a member there. But that's okay. Everybody was super nice and um, como se dice kind to me, as I would expect when coming into a church. Most churches are very friendly. Hi, you're new here. What's your name? Who invited you? How did you find out about us? Da, 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 da. Hope you have a wonderful service. I love your hair. I love your dress. I love the color. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? So everybody was very much kind. Another thing that I saw about the church is that it was very diverse. And what I liked about the church and its diversity is that it did not feel segregated, even though I feel like that's very como se dice kind of like an overstatement it feels like exaggeration like obviously in most places things are integrated but then at the same time even though it's integrated sometimes you still get that vibe of like there's definitely like you know a group that vibes and then a group that vibes and a group that vibes but it was like very much mixed like it was very much like um everybody's kind of together 
there's diverse groups of friends diverse groups of like fellowship and interaction i also like that the from what i gathered on that one day and that one time that i was there it seems like the leadership is a little bit diverse i would say it's kind of like monotone but diverse in the sense that it's a little bit different it's still i feel like it's diverse anyways whatever it was a lot of diversity which i liked and everybody seemed friendly and like they truly knew each other for years and things like that so i appreciated that there was a whole like production there it was like this easter production i felt like it was an original i believe the actors there was a lot of young people acting and when i tell you they was acting down they act down like they really had me in it i I felt like it was definitely such a great production love it love it love it very much reminiscent of the chosen really really with a smaller budget but definitely giving the play version of the chosen really so i love that um so yeah that's like the things that I like about the church that I enjoyed about the church honestly my true feelings is that I don't feel right now like if I were looking for a church I already have my church home but if I were looking for a church I wouldn't right now as we speak today be like oh my gosh I feel like I'm interested in becoming a part of this church I feel like I'm interested in learning more about it I feel like I'm interested in Como Sedice getting plugged in I would not say that but I still think that it's a beautiful church and I'm very happy that my friend Jasmine Como Sedice say has found this church and that she feels like this is a church that she is willing and wanting to be a part of and so I love that for her um the other thing that I thought was funny about that um little composite say um experience at church was I this is a okay sorry this situation that I'm about to talk about led to a recent realization that I will also talk about. So basically when I was at church, it was this young mother that was sitting in front of me and she had two baby boys. So she had one little boy that was like a baby. He was probably like close to one or around one, a little bit less than one years old or year old. And then she had like a little boy that was probably like less than three years old. And so she was obviously attending to the baby because the baby is like a baby. And the three or less year old like the bigger brother he wanted to be held and like up under her but she was attending to the baby the younger brother so at one point I forgot how it happened but I kind of intervened for a split second because you know how like the rule that I always subscribe to when it comes to other people's kids is I don't get in other people's kids business unless it's like dire or the kid is about to do something that's dangerous like when I'm in the stores I don't really like talk to people's kids or correct their kids unless it's a situation where it's dangerous so in this situation I felt like the baby was doing something that was a little bit dangerous okay good 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 um I'm sorry I'm just wanting to make sure that like nobody was coming in from the house But in this situation, I don't know what the baby was doing exactly, but I kind of like intervened just a little bit and then I pulled back. But then the baby, um, the, the bigger brother, he saw that I was like engaging with him, I guess. And so he just popped his hands up, like picked me up. I'm like, what? And so I asked his mom for permission and whatnot. And she gives me permission to carry him. And so immediately when I pick him up, his head lays on my shoulder and like he's just melting into me. So I'm just rubbing his back, patting him, consoling him. Um, I hate that my dad is here. <laughs> Not that he's here, but just that like. Just that. Come on, city say. What the freak? Move your truck! Hold on. Anyways, um, 
so yeah the little baby was just like melting into me and so then I um was just holding him and things like that we had like a couple of fun moments where it was hot like he was sweating because his head was like pressed against my chest and I was hot too and I could feel it like my hair was kind of getting stuck to his little face so I took out this little um meeting card that I had and I was just fanning myself and then he was fanning myself and then he got a turn to fan me I fanned him and it was just like fun and Jasmine was like she just pointed to me like kind of confused like what did you get him from and I'm like I just put my hands up like I don't know girl like <laughs> he just hit. and so we had a good time it was really really fun um and then what happened and then after that I tried to give him back to his mom and he was kicking and screaming when I put him over the pew and I'm like you got to go back with your mama um but I just chose not to like make any eye contact or like be near him anymore so that he wouldn't get riled up again and for the most part he was okay like he did well for a little kid so that incident just really reminded me of the fact that and solidified even more that I truly do love kids like I'm definitely one of them people that is not like oh my gosh it's a baby I do love kids but I'm also one of them people that's kind of like I don't like y'all that much like I love y'all but I don't like y'all I'm very much that person whereas like I love kids but y'all also gross and I'm not okay with your being gross like do not digging your boogers around me because I will have you putting on hand sanitizer 24 7 like I will definitely be that first time mom where I'm very much going to be a germaphobe maybe by my second kid I might como sedice come to terms with the fact that kids are going to be gross and just let them be gross but if I have a say in it I would rather you not be gross I would rather you not just do whatever you want to do but at the end of the day I genuinely do love kids and just seeing them melt and nurturing them and giving them love like with the kids that I um am around at church at my own church like I love them as well and I just have a heart for them like they have a special soft spot for me so I can't wait to be a mom I would hope to one day be a mom because I feel like I would be a fun mom a cool mom but a corny mom but like an overbearing mom definitely a helicopter mom like best believe like I will do a whole podcast dedicated to the type of mom that I want to be um because I love kids anyways went to the Easter parade with my family afterwards my nephew and his cousins and his sister was in it so we were there supporting them um came home I was helping my mom cook it was just a nice chill day Monday went to uh school um slash work it's really work because I all of my classes are online but I went to work and one of my classes surprised me with their final exam for their group presentations they had like a final group presentation I come in and the room is dark with like a disco um like a disco mood light like it was like flashing strobing lights with different colors and I'm like what is happening and then they're playing how about not hop about the band but they're playing soldier boy crank that I'm like what is happening and they're like I'm like, not y'all actually like putting in effort. They're like, yeah, we want to pass. Then this other girl, I saw her in the bathroom. We were having a conversation and she was like telling me how she was nervous. And I was just like, you know, calming her nerves and stuff like that. And then she wants to be like a teacher in Japan. She wants to teach English in Japan. And so a part of their group project, they did like a Kahoot at the end. And then they gave out like Japanese snack prizes. And I'm like, this is so cute. I love that you guys cared enough to put in effort. I love that. So anyways, that was a highlight of my day. Another highlight of Monday is that I got $40 um, 
from the speech contest that was last last week or last week whatever whatever you know the speech contest that i did so apparently my mom and my nephew got two twenty dollar gift cards so in total it was forty dollars and it actually had money on it and so i went to the gift store i'm like i'm not sure if this has money on it can y'all check they were like oh yeah forty dollars and i was like okay so i got a portable charger then i got like a um i got a apple watch like a new strap because I have the black strap that comes with it and I wanted the white strap but it wasn't the right size so I had to return it and get like a little um flash drive and then I got a lanyard which I wish I didn't buy that because it was for no reason anyways I did it but yeah so that was nice then what happened Tuesday like I told you I was in that book all day in that book should I release the Como City Say review? Because when I tell you I genuinely did enjoy it, I did. I just know that it's not good for the habits that I want to create and maintain. But other than that, like if you gave me like a good romance novel with actual chemistry and romance, chemistry and vibes, I want to read that. And you can just do the fade to black and I would be okay. Like just lessen the heavy innuendos sexual innuendos and like just lessen that down i would be fine but no y'all be going in depth <laughs> but anyways i was in the book on tuesday then last minute i started to study um luckily the final that i had to take um i didn't know this at the time when i was procrastinating but later on that next morning before i took the final i checked to see what my grade would be if i got a zero and i would still literally pass the class with the a or it was probably like a low b but regardless i was still gonna pass the cast class with flying colors and be safe i'm like i could literally not take this test so i'm not gonna worry but it was just the whole principle of not studying that really got me um so then Wednesday comes around I did the test whatever whatever went to went to class cool um I went somewhere after where did I go after on Wednesday I feel like I went somewhere on Wednesday but I'm not sure where it had to have been like where did I see myself at on Wednesday? Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. I didn't go to Trader Joe's. I was on the phone with Hannah. I didn't go thrifting. I didn't go Did I go to Target? I don't know. Anyways. Wednesday happened, then Thursday happened, what happened on Thursday? I think Thursday is when, I think Wednesday night I started the second book. Thursday I was reading the book all day and I was supposed to be studying for my, um, on Thursday I was supposed to be studying for my other final exam, did not do that. Um, probably was on the phone later on that day. Friday, I woke up and I uh, needed to like go do my last SGA Campus Congress meeting. Then I had my last Pan SGA meeting with one our vice provost. So I had that meeting. And then I forced myself to study late into the night on Friday, last minute, so that I can take my test at like 2 p.m. or something or 
Saturday morning so that I could just be done with my final. So I did do that and I told myself on Friday that I wasn't allowed to read until I finished my final. So Friday, I did not... Yeah, Friday, I did not read. I read all day Thursday and all day on Wednesday, pretty much, after I got home. And then, como se dice, Saturday... I went to this egg roll truck because that was something that I wanted to do. So I did. It turned out being good but not great and not worth like $15 a meal. Like, and that's not even including a drink. Like, it was not that good. But it was good. You know what I mean? So I got like the all hibachi one. I definitely was not a fan of that. Like, I wouldn't get that again because it just felt a little bit old. Then I got the brisket one and like, I liked it, but the texture of the brisket was just a little much for me because like pulled, but like, it wasn't bad at all. Then my nephew and his cousin got a buffalo chicken, which I don't like buffalo chicken. If it was something else, I would like it. My mom got like Italian sausages, which again was good, but it wasn't great. And it had pasta. It was like everything had pasta in it too. Like the brisket one that I had had macaroni and cheese in it. Then her Philly cheesesteak was okay. If I went back again, I would want to try like the lasagna one. I don't see that being great. Like it's just, it was a good experience and I got it for like the vibe of it and it was great and it was worth it for that but it was not worth it for like a family especially young kids who are probably not gonna like it like we spent $80 as a family getting food from there and it wasn't even like a lasting meal but yeah did that then I was supposed to go to the park with my nephew and his cousin um I forgot where I was left off because my mom caught me again but yeah Saturday yeah then Sunday was today and Sunday was today (laughs) so Sunday was today and Sunday was today and today is where I just felt like a lot of heavy conviction in my heart and just like I don't know like when I woke up this morning um because I had spent so much time like away from like being just grounded and stuff like that I felt like I was doing a lot of hiding these past couple of weeks and so when I finally finally was like listening to my Liddy worship playlist like everything that reminds me of God and Christ like I was avoiding it (laughs) I was and so then when I went back to it this morning I was listening to it and like certain songs were coming on and it was like reminding me and I was like this reminds me so much of like the I felt like I was a different person like the Kamari that I was was like a different Kamari that I was reminiscing on like I felt like when I was listening to the music I'm like this feels like old Kamari like and it wasn't that long ago it was like only a couple of months ago that I was referring to and then also a couple of years like depending on the song like like I mentioned earlier when I was listening to the breaks with like Ruslan and um belief in all them I was like, this is reminding me of like at the beginning of the year when I was like, you know, sustainable living. Yeah, we're just trying to like live a balanced life. Like we're just trying to create good habits, healthy habits. It reminds me of the time when I was like working out three times a week. It reminds me of the time when I was like praying and reading my Bible every morning, you know, whether it was just like doing a quick meditation, a quick like reading of the scripture or what up. Like it was giving me the time when like I was that girl the that girl meaning like Kamari the ideal Kamari that I want to strive to be on a consistent basis like that's who I was um 
and it was reminding me of that or like Claudia Saki like was reminding me of that girl that would like sing out to her lungs or she was like having like a good worship session when she would just be meditating or praying like that's what Claudia was reminding me of when I was listening listening to it today and then I was thinking about it and this is a common feeling that I have been feeling lately especially when I've been watching these couple of these Christian TikToks when I've been on Christian TikTok which I did not choose to be but I was they just happened to all be on my for you at one time after time at the time swipe after swipe where I saw this one little funny video where I forgot what the audio said but the audio was funny and it was basically talking about like something being short like we're not here for a long time or a short time whatever whatever and so then the creator that was using the sound was referencing that sound to James which if you know James is a really short book so like the audio just worked with it because like is James is a really good book but it's like three or four chapters like it's not long and when I saw that I could relate and when I was reading the comments everybody's like yes James is it like I love James and I'm like I remember too like I love James like I oh my gosh like when I was like I've read James before a couple of times and I always love James because it's just that book and it's like that practical book too and so I could relate but then there was like a split second where I felt like I could relate like it's not that I can relate but it was more so of like I could relate like at one point it felt like for a second like I was kind of like on the outside of the club like I was no longer an insider in the inside circle like I felt like I was no longer a disciple like the intimate circle disciple I felt like I was one of the 5,000 but not one of the 12 like that's what I felt like for a split second I'm like what is happening (laughs) I'm not inside the club and so, um, and it just keeps reminding me of this sound where it's like, how you gonna hate when you waited from inside, outside the club or something like that. And it, it doesn't really correlate at all, but just the whole idea of like inside, outside of the club. Like, I felt like I was on the outside for a second. I'm like, I don't like that feeling. Like, I like the feeling of feeling like I'm a part of something and I know what we're talking about and we have all privy. I'm like, hold on, what y'all been reading that I haven't been reading? Cause I haven't been reading. What y'all been reading? How y'all been enjoying it? I like, I felt like I was losing out on something. It's crazy. Um, or just like outside, you know, like I couldn't fully wait. I was like, wait a minute. Like I could relate. Like I remember that, but like not anymore, you know? So yeah, that's that. Um, And so those are the feelings that I felt today. And I just felt like this shift in my heart of just like, I don't know. But then there's also this untied, como se dice, um, loose tie. It was like, I want to finish fine print. (laughs) Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. I want to finish fine print because I want to see it through. And let me tell you something. Fine print is not better than como se dice terms and conditions. Like, don't let the girlies tell you otherwise. I wholeheartedly love terms and conditions more than I like Como City Say Fine Print. Like, if we're talking about books and quality and just enjoyment, terms and conditions is better than fine print. But I want to finish fine print because I started the book and I just want to see it through. But I actually don't need to. It's just like, you know what I mean? And I saw this one TikTok. When this lady was like, a lot of people be praying, like, just take this away. Da-da. And she was like, I love sitting. <laughs> and I said, hold on a second. And, but she was talking about, she was like, no, genuine. She was like, 
I love studying. Nobody's forcing me to gossip. Nobody's forcing me to come on to me say, continue the addictions that I have. Nobody's forcing me. I like doing it. So I should be praying, Lord, change my heart, change my desires. Why is he by my car? Leave me alone. Yes. Did you see that? What? What? I forget, I forget to flip the top down. It's kind of like crashed into the garage. Not, not the garage, but the top. Yeah, because, you know, once I flip the, uh, 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 um, when I flip the, the top, it can't fit in the garage when the top. Oh, down. I didn't see that. No. Yeah, yeah, but, but you know, I, I should have, but, you know, it just had it. It, it a scratch, you know, like, you know, I, I can just, you know, just kind of like what you were saying. I was like, damn, I mean, you know what I mean? That's why, you know, when you back up, you look back, you know, really fast, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I was just kind of like slowly, and the top of the trim and the garage is just like, kind of like, you know, chip, chip, but you know, I can fit that, but you know what I'm yeah. saying? But, but good thing, it don't, it don't damage my, my, yeah. my, my. Wait, it should be the other way around. Good thing it didn't damage the house, not yeah, the car. No, don't worry about the house. I can, I can build a house. Okay, anyways, that's good. <laughs> No, no, no. Um, That's okay. Um, you can go ahead. Just go, just go put up where you, where you park at. Mommy gonna put up right in front of me because I ain't going nowhere tomorrow. So okay. Just go, just, just, just go in your parking spot. Tomorrow I'm just gonna drop that to work and uh, that ain't going nowhere. Why it gotta be in the garage? Because I don't, I don't have the panel either in case oh. it's raining. Okay. Tomorrow I'm gonna put everything back together so I can just put it back in, out. You know what I'm saying? All right. But you can just go ahead. Anyways, that's my dad. He's talking to me about his little Jeep. That man in cars and that man in his Jeep. Like, <laughs> I'm not concerned today. Um, but anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much like this week. One thing that I did want to talk about this week, and this has been a common theme, which I feel like God is trying to tell me something. It's actually multiple common things. So a common thing that I have had this week is making goals. And this has resulted from multiple conversations that I've been having this week. So, like, the first goals are, like, spiritual goals. So, like, this is something that has been put on my heart. And so, for some reason, like, all throughout this week and a couple of conversations, more so just today, is where I felt, like, this this urge to, like, create lists and goals of what I want to do and how I need to, like, get my mind back and my, like, just my spirit back in alignment. But another... um Another trend that has been happening this week is like other goals like that resulted from another conversation that I had with Hannah earlier this week and it was about friendship. And so she told me about how she was listening to this podcast 30 minutes with Perry and Jackie Hill Perry which we love Jackie was talking about in the in the um podcast how a lot of the times friends like two girls who are friends like best friends they will be so close to the point that they act like they're married and it's borderline. She was kind of going OD with it, but she was basically talking about how sometimes they act so close and like they're so in tune in one as if they're basically married married without the sex. And so then she was going on. She was like, it's almost kind of sinful. Da, 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 da. I felt like that was a bit of an exaggeration. I didn't actually hear the direct quote, but like just the gist of what she was alluding to about like friendships kind of like blurring lines and becoming one in spirit when that's really not the goal. And so me and Hannah were talking about how like, do we think because Jackie was alluding to the fact that that was toxic and unhealthy and 
Hannah brought it up and she was like, I, I can see where she's going with it. But at the same time, I feel like it's a bit exaggerative, but I understand what she's trying to say. And like, I can glean that out. So from that conversation, me and Hannah were kind of just doing a reflection on our friendship. And mind you, this is the second instance where this kind of something on this conversation has come up. Um, A conversation similar to this has come up because earlier this week. On Sunday, when I came home from church and I was telling Hannah about Como Se Dice, everything, we were just having a a chat. You know, we were just talking. And I remember telling her, I told her, I said, you know what I fear? Out of nowhere, because we were just having conversations and we were being honest on Sunday, honest about a lot of things. I told her, I was like, Hannah, I fear that we were were becoming um, too, like, in sync or one. Because I felt like... And I've been feeling this on my end where I feel like I wait to develop opinions about things until I run it past Hannah. As if Hannah is my partner. Hannah's my best friend and I love her so much and I value her opinion. But we've gotten in touch to such a groove where like we have these conversations and I love our conversations so much because they bring about so much revelation. um, That sometimes I become super dependent on her. So whenever there's a topic, whenever there is a decision, whenever there is a like point of view to be had instead of me fleshing that out by myself and then bringing it to Hannah I sometimes put my thought on pause sometimes I think about it but I still don't come to a full conclusion of the conclusion that I'm gonna go with until I've talked to Hannah and then me and Hannah have a conversation about whatever the topic is whatever the situation is whatever the person the the matter is and we come to a mutual conclusion and a lot of the times what happens is it's not just my thoughts because now because I'm running it about by Hannah and we're coming to a mutual mutual conclusion it's also hannah's thoughts and opinions as well and a lot of the time we accommodate for each other when accommodation does not need to be had i can have my opinion that she can have hers and if it happens to como se dice intersect then it can but if it doesn't that's okay and i feel like a lot of the times we have similar opinions but there are also times where i feel like because we are so in tune and we've gotten so used to accommodation we heavily rely on that instead of being individuals and kind of leaning more into like I disagree like prime example when I brought up the situation of me saying that I fear like I fear that we sometimes rely on each other too much and we are super one in the fact that like I can't come to a full conclusion unless I thought about Hannah or considered Hannah and vice versa like I feel like I definitely do that she was like but I feel like we're very much like our own person I feel like we don't really do that and I feel like she was giving all of her points that were valid but I still felt like I was too dependent and I felt like we were too dependent but I did not come to say voice that instead I was like you know what right like we're not that toxic you know we're not this or that that was a prime example of me accommodating some of my thoughts so that I can take in consideration what Hannah thought about the situation instead of letting Hannah thinks what she thinks and letting me think what I think and then we could just leave it at that because at the end of the day whether it was both of us or just me speaking to the matters that pertain to me of me feeling like I'm a, too, a little bit too dependent on her um I should have been able to come to say keep that 
if I felt like I should have kept that. Like it's a different situation when you're open-minded and you're open to accommodation because you have new information that you're willing to take in so that you can make a better rounded perspective. But in other cases, it doesn't need to be that. And I feel like I just have gotten into the role of doing that so much. And I feel like I just ran around circles with that. But that was a conversation that we had that was along the topic of us being and it's like friends should be one in spirit but I feel like ours is just a little bit tad to one and I feel like in certain cases it could it has the potential to become unhealthy or toxic because there was another situation where I was talking to my professor that I work with and I was talking to her about resumes and I wanted to get her opinion on resumes because not too long ago, me and Hannah had a conversation about resumes and she brought up that she wanted to like redo her resume a little bit and kind of take off a lot of the things that she put on her resume that were from high school, like all of the small little accolades and every single thing that she did. And she was like, you know, I'm just really focusing on the main things. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's a good idea. And so I was like, yeah, I'm pretty much going to have that same opinion on resumes too. And so I shared that with the class and then I was like, but I'm not really completely 100% sure. Like I'm interested to hear your thoughts. So then my professor followed up with me the next time we met on Wednesday and she was telling me about how she was looking at Como Sinise, a lot of the faculty that are at our um that work in leadership at our college and how she was looking at their resumes and their resume is pretty full and robust and like packed uh, with relevant information. Now I still don't understand. I still haven't come to a conclusion. Like relevancy is a main topic that I'm trying to understand. But in my point of view, when I was talking about relevancy, I was more so thinking of relevancy in terms of minimalism, but sometimes relevancy can manifest in maximalism, meaning that your resume can be packed full and is relevant everything that's on there is relevant um but what I was more so leaning towards was like relevancy being like just putting key things and not packing it up to the full because right now my resume is super like maximalist like there's no white space everything is covered and I'm wondering, does everything need to be there? So I got the perspective from my professor. She was telling me about hers, whatever, whatever. She was like, it just really depends and da 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 And then when I told her about how like me and Hannah were discussing it, she made like a point. And I don't know if she was actually directing it towards me, but I took it in this way and not in an offensive way, but I just took it as like, dang, like that kind of hits close to home because she made a point about like a comparison where she was like, she basically pointed to the fact that me and Hannah are peers and then she kind of like directed my attention towards like a dynamic that's more like mentor mentee based where like people are more um, experienced in you like they're a mentor and getting that perspective she kind of I felt like what I took that as was she did that gesture or whatever or she made that point I took it as for frequently and recently I've really been in an echo chamber with Hannah. And this is something that me and Hannah talked about in our conversation. Um, What was it? Our conversation yesterday on Saturday, we talked about it and we basically were like, we, I feel like we're in like a small echo chamber where really it's like me and Hannah come, we talk about whatever we talk about and we talk about it thoroughly and we try to look at it from multiple points of view so it's not in this sense of like we're super like closed-minded for the most part we really do exhaust 
all possible options but at the end of the day we're only two people with this ability to try to do that so we're always losing out for these other accounts you know what i mean but from what we can gather we come together we talk we discuss we look at it from multiple points of view and then we come to our como say concrete not concrete but for me it almost feels like me had it once me and Hannah has made a decision about something that's it in my head like me and Hannah have decided this like that's how I feel on this situation and sometimes I feel like I don't invite more perspectives in because I feel like what me and Hannah have come to is good enough you know what I mean and so that was a convicting point to me because I feel like I do need to come on city say be taking in multiple perspectives and like I am that person like don't get me wrong I am that person I do take in multiple perspectives but it's very much like I value Hannah's come on city say thought and I really rely on that and she influences me and I influence her so just making sure that we don't let that beautiful trait become something that's a toxic trait you know what I mean and then another thing that we talked about was like our codependence on each other as far as like just time and energy and I was thinking about this earlier before we even had this conversation again where I felt like dang we're not like when I think about it Right now, the way that I have nurtured my friendships, the only friendship that I have really been giving 10 is the, my friendship with Hannah. I have not been giving 100% to my friendship with Jasmine. I have not been giving 100% to my friendship with Manny. And I have not been giving my 100% to developing new friendships outside of those three people. So I'm like, if I've only been giving 100, close to 100 to Hannah, or more of my energy to Hannah in our friendship, but I haven't been doing that to the others, those other friendships are weak or at beta stages. And what happens if I were to lose Hannah? I would really not have that many friends and so I said I don't like that and Hannah was telling me too because she's the one that brought up the conversation she was like I don't like that I'm depending on you too much when you don't call I don't really have anybody else to call like there are other people that she could call but she won't do that and the same thing for me and it's like we have really become like comfortable with each other which is causing us to not really go out of our comfort zone to develop more friendships and I we talked about this and we were like we don't like that <laughs> look at us coming together again with our mutual decisions but we were like we don't like that and I like and this is why and this was all in response to the whole topic that Jackie Hill Perry brought up and I was like okay we're acknowledging points of weakness and we're like we don't like this and we literally this is why I love our friendship because it's like wow these are like little hiccups what makes me so um hopeful and optimistic that we are able to grow with these and grow out of these little traits and like become healthy and well-rounded in our approach to our dynamic like what makes me hopeful is the fact that not only did we talk about the things that we did not like the things that we were worried about we said that we were worried about being codependent we were worried about come on city say being too reliant on each other we were worried about becoming in an echo chamber where it's only our two perspectives and not really anybody else's perspectives being inputted in and while we do seek multiple perspectives it's still limited because there's only two of us in our multiple perspectives 
we talked about how we wanted to create more friends. So not only did we talk about what we were worried about, we made up action plans of what we wanted to do. I talked about how I wanted to have more friends. I talked about the friendships that I wanted to maintain, the friendships that I wanted to develop, like my goals for what I wanted to do this summer. She talked about the things that she wanted to do, the friendships that she wanted to cultivate, the um, Como City say friendships that she wanted to maintain. And I'm like, because we're doing that, and because we're aware of it and we're actually taking steps to make sure that it doesn't progress into anything worse, that's why I appreciate our friendship and that's why I don't feel like it's toxic at this moment. And that we're and that's why I don't feel like we're too dependent on each other because of the fact that we can do that. So I'm very grateful that we're able to do that. Because imagine if we were where we were now and continuing on this trajectory, it very well is on the road to toxicity. You know what I mean? And I've seen this same trend happen when I had my last best friend. I'm the type of person that tends to be a one person type of person. Like I only give like a hundred percent to one friend and then the rest of the friends, I'm kind of just giving half energy. And I don't like that because I want to be a good friend to every friend that I have. I don't want to be a half bleep friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I truly want to be a good friend. And I like the idea of having like other friends because it adds more to your life and it helps me strengthen the friendships that I already have and vice versa. And so I just feel like sometimes, yeah, we had that discussion and that was a heavy, um, a heavy and important discussion to have. I feel like I've been talking for forever and I feel like you could be lost, but like, I know what I'm talking about. I hope when I listen back, I know what I'm talking about. Cause I feel like I do, but yeah, those are just like things that we were talking about this week. The whole idea of like getting back on track spiritually, the whole idea of like not becoming too dependent on Hannah as like my only friend like I need more friends I need to talk to other people I need to discuss and catch up with other people like and it's not that I need to like against my will is that I want to and I want to challenge myself to do that like I don't want to get too comfortable with just having Hannah in my life because what happens with me not when but if me and Hannah fall out what happens what happens if Hannah's not available what happens when Hannah's busy what happens like you can't just be putting all your eggs and energy into one basket. It's not going to work like that because then that's how you deplete and burn out each other. And I don't want to do that because I value our friendship too much. And I value the other people that are in my life that, and I respect them enough to be willing to come on to say, put more time and effort into developing our own friendships. And another thing that I realized is that I come on to say kind of like used my trio friendship with me, Hannah and Jasmine as a crutch to stop, trying to actively get to know jasmine as an individual instead it was me as a collective me and hannah in a trio getting to know jasmine instead of me getting to know jasmine one-on-one and so that was something that i realized that was kind of like an arrow in my ways of like now i feel like i can't hang out with jasmine unless i'm hanging out with jasmine and hannah and it's like yeah while we're a trio we're also a duo and like we were friends first so i need to be still developing a friendship with jasmine separate from Hannah not dependent or contingent on Hannah and vice versa Hannah should feel como se dice um free and able to be able to develop a friendship with Jasmine como se dice continue a friendship or create other friendships that are not contingent on me like it has to be an individual thing and I felt like I wasn't doing that and so I realized that I'm like I don't want to do that I respect Jasmine and I really want to like develop a friendship with her Because she's the individual that I want to be friends with as well. You know what I mean? So that was just something important that I found. And I feel like that's all I want to talk about. 
that's all I want to talk about so that's all I will talk about but yeah that was week 16 and I felt like I had nothing to talk about but I really had everything and more to talk about and so with that being said I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day um as always my friends peace positivity productivity prosperity and a gossip perspective to you and everyone you know and until next time ciao